0: And so some people would argue against that. They'd be like, well, how can it be like, you know, how could it be that we have this giant universe, you know, that we haven't even been been able to fully explore? And you want to say that all of that is just in all of that space, just this one teeny tiny planet with us. That's it. That's all you think can happen. And to that, I would say, I think that that would be an amazing reflection of God's goodness.
1: I'm sitting across a Father Joe, a Catholic priest. Yeah, and I'm sitting across
0: Oscar, a Catholic layman, husband, slash...
1: It's always, once I hit record, it's a little, it's not awkward, right? I
0: don't think it's awkward. Do you? No, right? I don't think so. But I don't think you're intimidated by the microphone either. I'm not. Have you ever Psst. been? Did you start I, off and do yes.
1: Yeah. When I first, when I started like that first podcast I did that I interviewed the first person, I'm like all over the place. Like, mm. uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh. I, I just,
0: still do that, but and you just, kept, you just kept saying, "I love it, I love it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that, I love yeah, it, I, I love, love that." that. <laughs> but but not,
1: I'm not, not, I'm not intimidated by it. It's only you and I. I know you well, but like if it's a big group, I'll probably be intimidated. Like for if a we bit. had an audience, yeah, i like maybe for a bit, and then yeah. A live,
0: a live studio audience. Yeah. So I hope we have an
1: audience. <laughs> I'd like to think I, I, there's
0: an audience. I'd like to think that someone's hit play on the
1: Spotify. Actually, thing. they have. So whoever's, whoever is listening, um, people have been playing that So Cool. That's Thanks good. for supporting Ten us. Episodes. And,
0: and share it and share it, pass it on to others that you might think might like it. Yes. So so we wanted to try something new today. Um, I'm calling this a, a smorgasbord, a, a charcuterie board of sorts, a grab bag of various topics that I don't know that I have enough in me to talk about for an entire, you know, podcast episode. So we figured
1: like squeeze a yeah, little
0: in. yeah, a bunch of little little mini topics um that we could talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Do we just do them in the order that Yeah, we that can we get started. I think that'll be good. Okay. All right. Well,
1: we could start with the we'll start with your ha- the ham and cheese one. Okay. And then that way we kind of I think that that's new for me it's probably i don't know like someone has listened to it, but I, I i'm not uh familiar with it. mm-hmm. it's 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 not it's
0: it's uh well i don't know if it's i i maybe i should have researched this a little bit before <laughs> i started it but um so pope francis um made a comment once and he said um he was talking about sacrifices um and i i'm sure it's not original to him i'm sure this sounds like it's like one of these like it could be very well be like uh a folk, folk story kind of thing, like that's yeah. kind of received wisdom from past generations kind of thing. But he was talking about how um, in a ham and cheese sandwich, um, the pig and the cow, if we're using milk, uh, if, 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 it's, if it's regular cow cheese as opposed to like goat cheese or something, yeah. um, how both of those animals have sacrificed something uh, to give of to 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 make the ham and cheese sandwich possible, um, but which one sacrificed more? Uh,
1: the pig, I imagine, <laughs> just because just of how popular bacon is. Like, I don't, I don't know if I hear people like, "Oh, I want," or uh, well, actually, when you order a burger, it's like, do you want bacon and cheese with that? It's yeah. like together, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. they like, there's no right answer, right? It's just there breakfast. is, a, I think. there, oh, there is. is, is. A, I think okay. Okay. there is a right
0: answer. We just sacrifice more. See, because you're thinking about it in terms of what's what's a, what's what has um, what gives the ham and cheese more value, right? Um, maybe or like what's more, what's better liked, what's more yeah. heavily, I like think, better has better reception from people. Um, but that's a matter of opinion but the cow has produced milk right and the milk is not an endless supply uh, but it can offer you milk today and you can do with that milk whatever you'd like and then tomorrow it will produce more milk and then so on and so forth provided it you know has an adequate source of you know food supply and, and and stuff like that it will continue to go but the pig has given its life yes um, i just caught that yeah, yeah so the way that pope francis uses it is is um talking about sacrifice for ourselves right that that um god doesn't want a sacrifice that's like not that not that it's leftovers for the cow because it's still something significant right this is this is i mean the cow we also eat it right um but but it is a significant contribution that it gives to humanity um, and so, for, for our sacrifice to God is meant to be a total sacrifice, not a you know, um, I'll do most of the things that I want to do, and then si me sobra un poquito de tiempo, if I got a little bit of time on Sunday, I'll pop in, I'll, I'll pop into the church for for about an hour, or so, um, or you know, as a, as an administrator of a parish, right? Uh, I can't help but think about the people that you know come to mass and they're like, oh, you know. Oh, they're passing this little basket around. I didn't expect this. Really? Because we do it every Sunday. Um, and so they, they're caught off guard and then they pull out, you know, like whatever cha- loose change is in their pocket. Um, it's a sacrifice. I'm not saying it's not. And it is an offering and, and the church happily receives it. Um, but what kind of sacrifice are you giving? Is it is it a real sacrifice? Like, is it a true sacrifice that that, that hurts a little bit? Um like like in the case of the pig as opposed to the cow that's like okay in fact the cow i think needs to be milked right i think now that i think about it
1: we, yeah i think the cow needs Someone to be to, milked. Yeah, yeah, like no
0: no no i mean like it like if it's not if it's not nursing or if it's not milked by, by a farmer i think that it creates discomfort for the oh, cow. Wow. i think i'm not sure
1: so it's almost like it's now a, you you're doing the cow phase. Yeah,
0: it's almost like relieving it of pain or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Just not entirely comfort. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not entirely sure. And 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 that would depend. Like if it has, if it's in the wild, it would probably would produce milk when it has a calf. You know, and, and that's how it works. But um,
1: yeah. So no, and I caught it as soon as you started like explaining the cheese. You know, it's not an endless supply, but like you said, like there's more. Like it'll it'll be created. It's almost like the, the, what I was thinking of is when they say that you gave me your last, like, like in a way, like when you give money or charity, right? Like mm-hmm. you didn't have and you gave Yeah. like, and, and I think it ties into. That, yeah. Right? The,
0: in the scriptures, the widow's might, uh, there's a widow that, um, that goes into the, Jesus is watching this, this woman, right? She comes into the, the synagogue, the temple. And, uh, and she deposits her last coin yes. uh, into that little poor box and, basically says well I mean I'm giving you everything God and uh, I guess I'm ready to die if, if that's what you so choose right because I don't have anything to buy food with sustenance um, shelter that kind of stuff so it really is this profound um, handing our, of ourselves over to God and so so be like the pig be more like the pig than you hey, are the cow
1: yeah and now I know ham cheese ham and cheese sacrifices Mm-hmm. Um, that, which one do you want to jump into? Uh,
0: let's talk about art. A sacred art, right? Well, I wrote sacred art, but we can just talk about art in general.
1: The most—I mean, in- you're the artist. In yeah, the world well, also. the most interesting. No, it's not. Yeah, it is one of the most interesting things that um, I read or have heard several people talk about, and that's that the artists like are at the forefront. So they're kind of like at the boundaries of trying. They create of society, or yeah, it what will, you mean like, um, it could be society. <laughs> You're gonna be like, who am I gonna who am I gonna talk about here? Who do you think I'm gonna talk about? Saint. No, no, oh, no. It's it's we'll jump on the second. No, one. it's a psychologist.
0: Oh, um, uh, Doctor uh, <laughs> Jordan Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Jordan Peterson yeah, so that's so, right. Yes. <laughs>
1: you're like oh, yes. you're like rolling your eyes here, i'm not here not, he goes I'm not, again
0: i'm not i i just yeah he explained that I appreciate what he that says. artists
1: um are the ones that go into um the unknown in a way and they kind of start shaping that they created and something beautiful out of it so then it ties into pope john paul no yeah pope john paul ii right and um, ties into how that I, I guess art is to create beauty like we're, of things that aren't there so they're like at those boundaries and then they create and kind of like we see it mm-hmm. um, I I think um, but art now I don't know like every, every, everything's called art now like <laughs> you, you get me like everything yeah. like even we could call this podcast like oh it's a creation it's art but mm-hmm. I don't know when I think of art I, I, I for me it's more like Um, like you're creating,
0: do you, do you think that art has to exclusively be about beauty for it to be real art? I think so. I I do too. I mean, I haven't, I haven't fleshed this out in my mind yet, but, but I think that that's exactly right. Even when we look at, you know, like sacred art and, and maybe look at a picture or, or the Pieta, right? Michelangelo's Pieta. Um, of, of the blessed mother Mary carrying like holding in yes. her in her arms the lifeless body of her son Jesus um there's a beauty in that in in, in, in those in the technique and in the, in the in the realism that he's able to accomplish um, from from a piece of stone I think that's that there's a beauty there. Um, but even when you're looking at the subject and and what the subject is, um, experiencing what the subject is 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 doing, right? The subject being Mary and and, and to a lesser extent Jesus, because he's lifeless in the situation, or at least physically. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get it in a little theological loop, but um, but but the subject there, it, this is you're, 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 When you look at the Pietà, you look at you're looking at motherhood. Uh, you're looking at you know a, a profound love. You are looking at sorrow. Um, you are looking at at death. Um, but in this particular instance, it's sorrow and death that, when seen with a theological mind, right, with a, with a Christian 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 lens, you realize is a sorrow and a death that that is, um, that is pointed towards something deeper, right, something greater. Which is the resurrection and life, yeah. eternal life, etc.
1: You brought up Michelangelo and I thought of um I don't know if you've The Ninja Turtle. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> you, know, he, when you he think he, of pizza. Like, <laughs> like when he eats that pizza. No. Um I know I thought of Michelangelo's David. And mm-hmm. so how art is beauty, because um, I don't know, it, it I read it somewhere, right? Um so paraphrasing here, but it was that he was asked, like, how did he create David, right? And it's a gigantic like sculpture. Mm-hmm and so that he answered and he said like well david was there the whole time i just chipped away the marble that wasn't that wasn't david Mm -hmm. right so i think like that through Michelangelo as a tool he chips away creates beauty out of like what would have just been a block of marble right and so i think yeah and then i was thinking right now like you go to hobby lobby and you go to the craft section and like you just see clay and the clay is like just in a rectangle like yeah yeah. and a block yeah in a block so that's not beautiful form, but, form, not
0: form less but 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 in a simple form yeah
1: Yeah, and then so i imagine the artist goes gets it and then like forms it so i think it has to be beauty and then if we want to get like if i want to go like a little deeper it's like the the analogy metaphor that is used of how we're kind of like being molded like by god all mm-hmm. the time and so i think of that like imagery like so it's yeah it's beauty it's a creation I don't think there's art that's called art, and I don't think it's art. So I mean, I've in the past like, not mocked it, but like uh, abstract art. I'm not like like a big fan of it. Like, yeah, no, it's just I, like I'm not
0: a, either. I I mean, I, 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 I know mean, that. I know that. The, I, yeah, exactly. I know that there's a, there's a, a big market for it apparently, right? But to like, in your home to have this like five foot by five foot square that's blue with a little yellow streak on it or something like that. It's like. I, I I don't understand it, and and maybe we're gonna get a little, we're gonna lose some some <laughs> listeners because they're art majors or something. Um, I I don't get it, right? Um, which makes me think of this uh, idea that uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, and and I don't know, I don't know what to think about that because it, I'm I'm afraid that beauty is in the eye of the beholder as a concept means that. I get to decide what what's, beautiful. Be- what's beautiful or not, and I, and I think that that's a very modern, frankly incorrect way of looking at the world. Right? Things are objectively beautiful or objectively not, yeah. um, because then someone could say, this sinful action is beautiful. Well, no, no, it's not. Just because in your mind, which is maybe warped by sin itself, um, you think that it's beautiful. I'm not. I'm not ready to to yeah. to buy that you yeah.
1: but you get me yeah and so but it is art right to some people and i think um but for me yeah to answer the first question art is something i think it has it, it's like it's always tied with, to beauty with beauty yeah
0: so when i went to the when i've been to the vatican museum i've been to the vatican museums twice and uh it, it's it's just massive like You think and however big you think it is it's it's bigger than that um just massive it would take you weeks i think to look at every single piece like it you know all a lot of museums are like that like in chicago like i went the art institute is is massive too but the vatican is even bigger and uh and so like i remember like the the times that i've gone through there's like a there's like a sequence there's like a little I mean, there's so many people that go to it that it's organized in a way that you don't come back. You're like you're, you're going through this little um, pathway and eventually you reach the exit and, and you're done. Right. So you can go slowly, but it's always the same route, if you will. Um, and so you go through sculptures, you go through this period or that period. You look at uh, there's a huge um, cartography maps uh, section um and, and and stuff like that so you're going through all of it and at the very end of the museum route is all the modern art um <laughs> and both times that I've been there I get to the modern art and I'm like you know what? it's time for lunch <laughs> and just like kind of book it what like is at, it at is end. it a lot of abstract in a way it's a lot of abstract stuff um it's a lot of abstract <laughs> and I've always thought did they put it here because it's contemporary it's like the latest in time or did they put it here because they knew that people would be like okay we're done (laughs) yeah we're done (laughs) i'm being i'm being very we're both being very critical of modern art but um yeah i don't i don't know what it is but Um, i also
1: think art once you create it it's it's out there for the public to like kind of like comment on it and mm -hmm. so that's what i think and but i want you to touch on on something so the like iconography Right, is that what it's called? Like that type of art. Iconography. Uh-huh. So, like, I remember you telling me there was a San Agustín at the cathedral here, mm-hmm. right? And it's like in the dining room, or mm-hmm. and like a li- just a little one. That because I remember, like, it's created when people paint icons, right? Or I don't, I don't know the proper. Like tec- terms. Yeah,
0: technically icons, uh which is which is like a. Eastern practice. Um, you just look, Google Catholic icons. Yeah, uh, and, and and it's a very distinct style. Um, and technically, you don't paint an icon. Technically, you write an icon. See, it's written. That's,
1: I remember you telling me that. Mm-hmm. And that it's got several, like, okay. So if you could point yeah, someone so, so to com- it, common
0: elements would be like there's if it's a, if it's usually it's it's of a saint or of a biblical image, uh, b- biblical scene. Um, and it'll use gold, um, it'll use gold to kind of illustrate kind of this, um, that they're in the, that they, the saints, okay. St. Saint, uh, Augustine, right, the one that we have, that there is in the cathedral rectory, St. Augustine is in this heavenly realm, right, he's in heaven, and the, the icon is meant to be uh, a, a window into that reality, uh, and so the eyes are always depicted, um, slightly larger scale, right? So they're not, they're usually bigger than, than, than they should be. Um, not like Japanese style where they're like super massive, they're yeah, just yeah. like slightly bigger. Uh, although sometimes it is pretty big. Um, cause the eyes are meant to be the windows of the soul. Right. And so the idea is that you contemplate, um, through those icons.
1: Yeah. No, I thought that was interesting. So people can go Google it, check it out. But Um, I remember you telling me you write an icon. You don't like paint it. Mm -hmm. And I I remember looking into it. And I think some of that gold Mm -hmm. is made. I, I don't know why I have the thought of like with egg, like some of that paint or like.
0: Like, some of the the the, the paints like the themselves, that the, 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 yeah, 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 yeah,
1: something like it's a long process. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. see, that's like I think beauty. Yeah, yeah.
0: when when I was in, I spent some time in Bethlehem, um, and in Bethlehem they they we went to a little icon school um, where artists from around the world would come in and spend a few weeks learning the process, yeah. everything from creating the because it's always. It's, think it's almost i think it's exclusively always on wood um yes. and so even just the treating of the wood and, and preparing it to become this canvas for for the for the for the icon itself uh and all of it is meant to be a prayerful process um so yeah it's, it's a real cool um that'd be really cool to just take a year off take a sabbatical and, and, and go and learn. try and, and do your best yeah. i don't think I, I don't think i'd be able to do it who knows right maybe after a year
1: no, Yeah, so that's that's a little on art I think we could get into... I want to get into the first topic you had. The uh, aliens, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the existence of aliens, right? That's how... What the topic was? Did I? Did I write that? I don't know. I just... Was it existence of aliens? Maybe. Uh, the existence of aliens, yeah. What were you thinking with that one?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that there's aliens? I, I think that this is a... I think this is just like a... A, a common wonder about people from from people like i think people wonder this all the time
1: the last conversation i had about aliens was with was with with a friend and it was on his podcast and I, and I went on there and um he was sharing that i think someone had seen was driving and saw lights right like mm-hmm. near the border like um and saw lights in the sky kind of moving and i i couldn't help and i shared it with him so i'm not like sharing anything that i didn't share there but i said was it drones you know because and then i remember lady gaga like had drones that created a flag behind her at the super oh, bowl with the super bowl performance and yeah. so I, like my my mind that's how, that's my thought on aliens it went to like oh is it a drone
0: <laughs> and, and then she jumped into this into the superdome yeah, kind of, like remember does that? this weird like spider they they had a lot of uh spongebob beams after it. yeah
1: but i think that's th- those are my thoughts like it's you're just you're a like, skeptic
0: I'm not. You're no. a skeptic with people's encounters of it.
1: Yes. Well, okay. not. I think we would have. Like, I I think of the movie Contact. Are you familiar with it? Uh,
0: J- Jodie yeah, Foster. Yeah, yeah, Jodie Foster. Okay, it's, uh, it, it's it'll take me a while to kind they, of
1: they uh, they made Contact, that's right? The name. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and she, so, and it,
0: my favorite line from that is when she finally sees, like, she's in 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 space somehow. And my favorite line is she says they should have sent a poet.
1: Yes, to describe it. F- yeah, because that was like, they yeah yeah because the image yeah. the imagery of it like is is awesome. And I remember seeing that movie and I was like, like, well, I I like the movie, but I, I think we would have, for me, you know, like contact would have like I don't know that I you don't know, think what aliens exist. You don't think aliens exist. I think they well, me, or do, you,
0: do you think that there's a possibility, but you're not, you're not sold on it?
1: I think there's a possibility because just like spirituality, like I think, like, you know, there's things that are, that are not, that we can't see with our eye. Right. But, um, the whole alien thing, I don't may I, well, alien, what is the word? What's the word alien mean? Like, I think it's something that
0: alien just means from a different land, yeah, like, from, right, from, from foreign So a resident alien would yeah. be someone that comes from a different country
1: so you get me so anything so i guess yes i don't want to say no i don't but um i think it's more like spirituality like if we probably are i can't see it i don't know what do you. I think, think? That, I think that you're
0: using i think this is uh you're 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 arguing a semantic thing like you're saying like well no i mean technically <laughs> you know like maybe angels are alien to us you know um and i, I that's true right so they are uh, uh from you know uh, to, to some degree that's true um, but here we're talking about extraterrestrial life, right? Is there life in the in the universe outside of Earth? Um, I think a lot of people, or well, I don't, I, maybe I shouldn't characterize this, but um, so some people would say maybe there's like vegetative life somewhere, but maybe not intelligent life in on another planet. So some people are open to that, to kind of thinking like, no, maybe there is some sort of planet out there that has, you know, the, the like Earth, like not too close, not too far from a star, so it's got enough heat where life can, can, can uh, grow. Um, but they're skeptic about thinking about intelligent life, right? And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because some people would um, think that if they can prove extraterrestrial life, that that basically throws out the whole Christian um, idea or, or Christianity as a whole. Because then they would say like, well then there's other life out there and so um, why would Christ only come here? Or does that mean that, or other people will go the other way, they'll be like, okay, well does that mean that, you know, the little Martian, yeah. uh, you know. <clears throat> the problem with all this is that we have all these movies and caric- caricatures. Is it Marvin,
1: had? the? Marvin the, the Martian the
0: Looney yeah uh little, yeah uh so or whatever the, the little the little a, yeah alien um et right uh is is et then is he saved <laughs> right can he become a christian um uh, is he made in the oh. image and likeness of god or is he not um and then you can go down this this very extensive rabbit hole <laughs> of of what salvation means uh what 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 everything that we say as christians catholics Would be, would be, have to be analyzed and seen in a new lens uh, when it comes to all this. But I argue that it wouldn't discredit the Christian truth or the Christian gospel. Um, So when we say that we are made in the image and likeness of God, oftentimes we kind of think that that means that God looks like us. No, it means that we are like God, right? So, in our imagery, in our sacred art, art um, we depict God the Father as this old man with a beard sitting in the clouds, right? We depict Jesus as, well, a lot of times white, even though he wasn't, um, but we describe him as, you know, with a beard and these particular features, and he has a human body because Jesus took on a human body. Um, and And so some people would argue like, well, if aliens are not made in the image and likeness of God, then they can't they can't be saved or or this is totally different or there's something here that's a disconnect. And it's so it validates the whole thing. Um, and, and you're saying just, that a, doesn't. I'm saying that, and again, this is my opinion, right? my theological opinion is that not, not necessarily, right? Because maybe the image and likeness of God can also be achieved by this alien form, whatever that ends up looking. Again, take out your, out of your mind all of these images that we have of of, of, you know, the movie Aliens versus Predators and, and, yeah. and, and all of these different, e. T. yeah, E.T. and the little short guy with, yeah. um, with a shiny finger. Yeah. So get, get rid of all of those things and think that whatever the actual, if there is extraterrestrial life, whatever it actually looks like, could also reflect the truth about the creator in a different way. I also, I, I, I technically don't, I don't believe that aliens exist. I personally don't believe that aliens exist. But if they did find, if we did find out that they did, it wouldn't rock my world. But I don't think it, I don't think that they exist. Um, and so some people would argue against that. They'd be like, well, how can it be like, you know, how could it be that we have this giant universe, you know, that we haven't even been, been able to fully explore. And you want to say that all of that is just, in all of that space, just this one teeny tiny planet with us, that's it. That's all you think can happen. And to that, I would say, I think that that would be a, an amazing reflection of God's goodness, right? That God would create this cosmos, this this huge universe that we would only be able to see from a telescope. Um, and that God could create all of that so that at nighttime, we could look up into the sky and see this beauty, um, in the stars, in the, in the Milky Way, and all these things, and be just mesmerized by the beauty and, and long for Him. Um, so I don't think that I don't think that a universe just for humans is, or I should say it the other way. I think that a, a huge universe inhabited purely by us human beings um, could be reflective of God's overabundance of goodness.
1: It's almost like you matter, right? Yeah, in a way, exactly. And- yeah this yeah, whole exactly all, this, whole thing, mean,
0: this whole thing this whole thing just for you
1: yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. i think that's good that's a good place to segue into the next topic let's get into the one like i suggested mm-hmm. right so yeah, um, i don't know i don't know what you're talking about with this so one. the sunk cost po- sorry the sunk cost fallacy mm-hmm. is more like an economist view of things and what they do is um what they're saying it's a fallacy where we get stuck doing investing more time, effort, money into something, because we've invested all these, all this time, money, effort for a certain amount of time that you're like, I just have to continue doing that.
0: Right. So the idea that like, I'm already, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so invested in this. I can't, I've gone too far to go back.
1: Yes. And why it's called a sunk cause is that you can never make up that money, time or effort. Mm -hmm. because it there's like a sunk like it's now what you could do. And so we get caught in this fallacy of thinking you can, if you just like spend more time on that, you can recover the lost time, money, effort. And why, why I wanted to talk about it was because, um, we had talked a little bit about the old self and Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Like, um, what was it? The old self and the new self. And sometimes, um, is that we've become this person that that um, you're like I just have like that's my way I just have to continue because I that's like the time I've invested but actually it, it, I see it almost like a sunk cost fallacy like where like you're trying to make up or continue investing in that way of being when you could actually break away from it and start from scratch and that's kind of like an economist view is like no scrap it. Like there's a sunk cost, like you can't make that up. Um, so now it's like you're aware of it. What you learn from it, you could like move forward. And this is more like again, economist view, which is like, if you're a business, you might want to invest all that time, effort, money that you would have invested in that, in something new, something better, rather than continuing now. Uh, like, and and coming off. how do you, how do you know that you've reached that
0: point? Is there a way? Is, is-
1: so um, i mean
0: i would imagine that it's not like a black and white thing where it's like clearly you've once you've reached this amount amount this uh, this you know numeric value of, of lost um capital i would imagine it's not like that but
1: th- there's a book that um this marketer he's well known in marketing his name is is seth golden and he Seth Rogan, Seth Golden, no Seth <laughs> Rogan. like, <don't... laughs>
0: I wish I could do. I wish I could imitate his laugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's awesome. <laughs> he's um, funny. Man. Yeah, he's funny.
1: But um, no, it's Seth Golden, and he wrote a book um by the title The Dip. So mm-hmm. he, on the he, he's network. a marketer that talks about when you're in that dip, and it's it's the book. Uh, the subtitle of the book is like, this book will teach you when to quit. Basically, like either you continue going or you just like yeah. You're like
0: what is it cut your losses
1: yeah. cut your losses yes and that's part of if you read the sunk cause fallacy you would read that at one point you might just have to cut the losses and move on and i and i kind of tied it to a little bit to like the addictive nature that we were talking about the previous one mm-hmm. but also um from the old self new self very like lightly like that i touched on it but it's kind of like i was thinking of that that um at one point you have to cut the losses of maybe like the type of life like we've been living and like just there's like a start. Uh, for some people, I I it, it retreats. For some people, like they have like a I don't, a spiritual awakening.
0: Yeah, I want to put meat on this, but bo- uh, on, on these bones. Do you like? Uh, are yeah, were yeah, you yeah, familiar yeah. with it? Though? No, I well, I guess I I, I would have known. I would never have known that that's what it's called. But I would have Yeah, I guess I think to some degree, I I think I've heard of this. Um. But I want to put a little meat on on the bones of this of this and so of this of, of what you're trying to do of connecting it to the spiritual life, right? Um, so you're saying, if if you're tying it with the old self and new self, which by the way, if you're if you're listening and you're wondering what that is, is um, it's 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 the language that Saint Paul uses. Um, we had it in, in one of our second readings a couple maybe like about two months ago, yeah. um, where he says, you know shed the old self um of corruption and and sin and put on the new self which is Christ himself right so the idea is that we have to divest ourselves right literally shedding as if as if our old former way of life was was a was a coat or a suit right and we're divesting we're shedding it so that we can put on Christ which is him which is uh the the good that that God wills for us so that's where that phrase comes from and so if, if you're this 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 bridge that you're trying to create you're saying that the old self is full of losses and and people think that they're invested in it and people feel like this is yeah. this they have to keep following this through
1: like and lightly, like this is like like friends. Those are my friends. I hang like, like I hang like those. That's who I. um That's my community. And yeah,
0: because because to to take off the old self to find finally like say you know what this is not good for me. This is not leading me, in a Christian sense to salvation, but in a just like a a secular just human uh, level, this is not fulfilling. This is not fulfilling. This is not happy. I'm not. I'm not good with this. Right. Um, then yeah, you, you do have to like, like in the, like in a economical term or an economical mindset, you do have to cut your losses. Like you have to realize, okay, yeah, maybe I have kind of built up this life of, of, of maybe my relationships. Um, but, but also just like physically or like even monetarily, like, so if someone said, um, maybe the old self for, for someone could be that they're literally addicted to gambling, you know, like <laughs> and so the gambler who does have this addictive personality to kind of tie it in with our, our last uh, podcast on, on addiction um, might have this mentality that like maybe if I keep doing it, I know it's wrong and it's gotten me into a huge trouble. But the next time around might be the golden one, right? The next time I pull on that little slot machine I know they don't have the lovers anymore. Yeah, that's I'll just pay buttons, back for that, But I'll be able to recuperate all of this and more, right? Okay. Um, and so economically, mm-hmm. you would say, nah, man, like you're just going to keep putting yourself in a deeper and deeper hole and you're never going to get back from this. Why don't you, instead of putting a hundred bucks in that machine, why don't you take that hundred dollars to, I, I don't know, uh, you know, buy yourself a suit, uh, go yeah, go, on a job, the- go on a job interview um for that dream job that you always thought you weren't good enough for and and try it you know um and that would be a better investment and even if you did lose it if even if you didn't get the job your dream job at least you'd have a suit out of it yeah. right? as opposed to just you know money that you gave away to kick a poo or what have you
1: and so they shed some of that old self right mm-hmm. so yeah. but i know yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's kind of like when i was when i was reading on the Sun Cause fallacy and i came across because i was reading a book and i and i thought about it and i'm like you know what that that like a lot of the times we get stuck there and it's like, no, I like, that's, I invested my time, money, effort in there. Like I can't yeah. just leave. And, and then you're like, Oh, I'll just do it for a little longer. And eventually I think you have to face the dip and like figure out like, okay, I got to shut this. Yeah.
0: Realize that this isn't, that this isn't going anywhere.
1: Yeah. And I love the, the, the you brought it up and like you brought it up and it's a cut the losses. So there's a lot of good too, like in our old self, like in a way, like, a family and, and, you know, things that we, that are there, but you, you do want to cut the losses in a way. So I was trying to tie that. Maybe I'll play around with that idea. No, but. I, I think you're onto something. I
0: think that, that there is, um, so that the thing that, that, so we're, we're, we're trying to tie something that's economical or, or economic, economic, we're trying to tie economics to this theological concept, right? Uh, economy, theology, you would yeah, think no. they have no, no business, having to deal with each other but both of them talk about values right economic as in monetary values the theological or not just monetary but like resource values yeah. um and then theological about you know eternal values yes. and, and 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 um and and non-monetary values and so they're both talking about values and so there that's where you can kind of create a meaningful um analogy or or
1: or our tie in yeah. between the two disciplines hopefully yeah. it, get, it gets her but yeah i was toying with that what other what, what's the other topic you have um i suggest that we, talk, we
0: each give a, uh talk about our favorite saints
1: i like that um whoa well, well it's because we've we've <laughs> i have i have
0: two favorite you can do a gustin I'm, I'm gonna use huh? a gustin you can do a gustin <laughs> i know we both like augustine so you can do it that. yeah so i'm not gonna I, do Augustine.
1: one of my favorite saints is saint augustine and um like for me is when i was reading his book confessions it mm-hmm. it's it was just um i don't know it's a very human account of like the spiritual journey and and it's kind of like uh uh hurrah that he like the even the book takes you through his life and and i think he wrote it like years late like After all that, right? Like, probably as in his... Like, not last year's, but he wrote it later in
0: life. I I, I suspect. I don't know that for sure.
1: It's very different, right? St.
0: Augustine wrote so much. Like, you can fill an entire library with just Augustine's writings.
1: Yeah, but Particular Confessions was the one that I connected with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just started seeing, like, all the writing where, like, in a way, again, like, um, where what is it like synchronicities like almost like where where cassie and i got married at san agustin and like at that point i was like blind to mm-hmm. like like the life that that saint lived and now that i see it i kind of like um uh, I, I just connect to it more and then i love the prayer of san agustin right which uh, which is um uh which was I guess someone made it into a song. I don't know if you've heard it, but like they sing the prayer and I was doing, which is, um, my heart is restless, right? Until mm-hmm. it rests in thee. Right. Yeah. And, um, so anyways, it's an awesome song, but as you hear it, as I hear it, I just connect to it a lot. And so and there's a, there's a song called restless by Audrey Assad. I don't know if that's one you're the, talking about. No, this one's just prayer. son, I was saying, I think which the prayer, son, i was saying is from his book confessions like there's, right right there's a it, it is a
0: prayer and because it is something that he says that he i mean the whole book confessions is meant to be a prayer right augustine is telling the lord like giving his confession um by the way confession when it comes to like saint augustine in that book um it, the, the word confession has several means right yes it's a confession of his past sins because he does talk about his his sinful life um but confessio also means like um to to profess right we have a separate word for it but like to profess your faith right so saint augustine is also kind of saying um not only am i confessing my sins but i'm also professing that god is good and that god is merciful and that god the whole time was um at work um even when i thought that god was far away right um so one of my favorite lines from there is um, oh, now if now it's gone, escaped my mind, but but Saint Augustine has this concept that like that he was looking for for God the entire time, and there he was in his heart, you know. Um, uh, yeah. I forget how he phrases it. And all my
1: desiring, but... I was desiring you look, that, oh, some yeah. of that, some, yeah, specific. something like that, yeah, 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 perfect, but yeah. So, that's confessions, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I feel that connection there. The and then the second Saint, um well oh, okay. no no go ahead okay. okay the second saint would be saint francis of assisi okay uh for him it's more along the lines i think um in the modern world right it's a lot of like hustle and like at least for me like the view i got of it is like hustle like make you know be successful and sometimes that's in a monetary way but i love uh it's saint the Amer- francis the american dream yeah. saint francis of assisi that who kind of had those means and um i think he was in the military right in his, in 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 I think I he was. I mean, them.
0: I mean, th- this is a time where this is like the feudal lords and stuff like that. So, um, so little there's a bunch of little fiefdoms, little
1: kingdoms, and and so they're constantly battling each other for for power, land, territory, whatever. Yeah, and so him giving and this, I don't know if it's this is accurate, and you might be able to correct me if you know more of it, but um, where he if they wanted to follow him as he started his um, what is it, it's uh, religious Zumbu. order, uh-huh. right? Um, if they wanted to follow him, then he would like take them to the plaza in a way and like give all your, like, uh, um,
0: monetary position. Yeah. Give, your, give
1: yeah, give your positions. And I think like, in other words that uh, at that time, I imagine even now if someone tells you follow me, but like give everything away, it's kind of hard. And so now that I, I keep up with some of the, the Franciscans, right. That, and there's like one on YouTube, I can't recall his name, but like how, how they talk about like how they live a life like that. Um, they it's they have very little like mm-hmm. and they do it on purpose like like if you tell me to give up like I don't know like right now something let's just say a a comfort right now in Laredo like if you have AC in your car like that's awesome but like if they tell you now like give that away like walk everywhere like that's and give away your car yeah give yeah like literally give away give the away possession now just yeah give away <laughs> the <laughs> no cell phone I, I I think now I'm at a point where I would probably be like yeah take it no, like you wouldn't. yeah I think. I actually think I am more more to come on that one, but like I'm not I need it, I need it, <laughs> but like. <laughs> i just said exactly. i need it no yeah. i need it for the family to mm-hmm. contact me. yeah and i don't make part calls of, but, out but that's of the part phone. of it but that's part of it yeah but and that's part of it So I don't, still, think, uh, it make it I don't think i'd ever be a franciscan but it's awesome to just follow their like.
0: <laughs> to be fair um a franciscan lives a, a, a very different life than you do right they, they don't have a family and franciscans do have cell phones like it's not like mm. you know it, it so, so you were taking something specific right but um now, Franciscans and religious orders in general, they may have a phone, but the phone doesn't technically belong to them. The phone belongs to the community Oh wow! and the community entrusts it to them. So, that, But if the community says, you know what, so-and-so needs it more than you do, they would just take it away from you. You would have no say, right? In theory, right? That's is that how, for yours, too? No, I'm diocesan. <laughs> this is my cell phone. <laughs> um, but that's And so like a car, wow. too, right? Okay. So the car belongs. Ooh, everything's the owned. Community. In, uh, yeah, everything's owned for the by the community. Um, and is is used um, by whoever needs it for a particular need or what have you. So that's how religious orders generally work. Um, but my point is that they live a different lifestyle, right? And so and they aren't on to like they don't have to be like I have to have my phone in case there's an emergency at school and my kid needs me to go pick him up. Like that's not that's not going to happen to friar. Tuck, yeah. you know, Friar Tuck, Tuck, Tuck Friar Tom or whatever. Um, that's not gonna happen because they're living a different life. So no one's called to be a Franciscan if you're not living in a Franciscan. Yeah. There are third order Franciscans that are that are secular, that are lay people, um, that take on the Franciscan spirituality, yeah. and so they will uh commit themselves to living lives of simplicity, uh, living lives of 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 embracing poverty in a in a in a in a particular way right not a radical profit, poverty maybe but but embracing it in some way
1: yeah so that's why uh, saint francis of assisi is interesting to me cuz if it was hard then now like i think it's but anyways so anytime you're i'm getting rid of stuff i kind of like see that spirit of like no i don't see it it's like i feel like it's in the spirit of like like if you could give away possessions that's kind of like cool if you're able to do more of that mm mm-hmm. mhm who, who's your favorite saint? Well,
0: cool. I—I um, I, I mean, saint, saint Augustine for me is up there too. Um, and and said that, but, I, but I knew you were going to say Saint Augustine, so I was like, no, I'll let him have it. <laughs> um, my my, and I think Saint—is it for I, a different reason though? I would want to like, why is Saint Augustine your favorite saint? Um, I think Saint Augustine is my favorite because, um, because he's an intellectual. Okay. Um, and then he realizes that that intellect is good and important and it helps him to reach who God is, but he also sees it as an, a a means to an end, right? Like it's not, Hey, I'm smart, haha, but Hey, I'm smart and I can use that and I can, and I can through that reach God. And so I think, uh, (laughs) I'm not trying to sound, uh, arrogant or anything, but I think I mean I I feel like I'm a smart guy, and so like that that part of him, uh, kind of uh, uh, inspires me.
1: Yeah, I like that because last time I was talking about like knowledge for knowledge, I, mm-hmm. I was answering and how sometimes I get stuck with that just knowledge for knowledge, and mm-hmm. it's like no, it's, you gotta. Yeah, hone it so you you, Mm -hmm. in a way he was able to do that
0: yeah saint augustine cathedral down here in laredo was my first assignment that's where i was ordained and so there's a like you there's also this um i I use the word synchronicity do you use that word no No, Um, what do you use (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i was gonna say Uh, that there's an emotional attachment to to the to the cathedral that is named after him but but yeah fair fair enough (laughs) <laughs> um, no, my favorite uh, the, the saint that I was going to mention is actually Saint Lawrence. Do you know Saint Lawrence?
1: Is well, last time you mentioned a saint, but it's not the one that the humor,
0: yeah, it is him. Did I already mention, yeah, him, yeah, uh, so, but no, but him? elaborate on it okay, because yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we were talking about humor. I think it was like it was one of the random uh questions of the, of the show, and we we're talking about how uh, we were stuck in an island, and I would look towards humor because, like, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. And then oh, you started touching on it. It's impressive. Like, that's good memory. Uh, that's some good memory. Um, yeah, no Saint Saint Lawrence uh, for two reasons. One is uh, as a deacon uh, of the church. He deacons at the time were in charge. Were were uh, entrusted with the riches of the church, and so they were the the, the bookkeepers, if you will, of, of the of the early church. And so one of the one of the uh, Roman emperors is it a Roman emperor? Whatever it is, the Roman leaders uh, says. You know, I want you to bring all the riches of the church here tomorrow, right? And so he shows up with a bunch of, of the the poor people of Rome with him, and he says, "These are the riches of the church, right? It's it's people. It's uh, it's it's not the monetary ge- gems or gold or anything like that. It's it's its people that that are its riches." So I think that's a brilliant insight, and I and I and I try to think of that constantly, right? That uh, especially when I'm frustrated or when I'm kind of just like over something, I think, no, no." you know, or if I'm upset with, you know, uh with somebody that I'm doing ministry with and for, uh, I'll be like, Oh, they're the riches of the church. They're riches of the church. (laughs) And so it kinda helps me. It really does. Uh and then the other one is what we talked about, humor is his martyrdom, right? Mm -hmm. In his martyrdom, so Saint Saint uh, Lawrence is basically thrown onto a hot grill. Um and when he's thrown on there, uh, it's his he, I mean, he's excited. I mean, I think, I don't know if excited is the right word, but he's he's happy to die uh, in defense of his faith, right? He's happy to become a martyr. Um, and so it, when he's thrown on the grill, he says to his captors, he says, uh, you might want to flip me over. I think I'm done on this side, right? Um, and I just, I, I've always just seen that as, you know, the ability to, to, to still have humor in the face of adversity, in the face of 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 um persecution um and and the only way to have humor in that kind of situation is for you is because there is a there's a profound trust and and faith Um, otherwise you'd be freaking out you'd be screaming you'd be like get me off of this thing right but to be so confident that hey you can do this all you want i'm headed towards my father in heaven um is a reflection of just a tremendous faith and uh saint lawrence becomes in the in the process becomes or not because of that we're not in that moment but he eventually becomes patron saint of of comedians and patron saint of uh grill masters um which is awesome and so uh his feast day which was just a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago um on his i didn't do it this year because i was on a diet uh but usually on his on his uh, i go have a steak in his honor and just kind of when's um, his feast day Oh, now, now you're putting me on the t- Sorry,
1: August August 10th, August 8th.
0: It's early August. And we
1: just came off San Agustin's feast day too. Yeah, a couple, last, of, like last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, by the time this airs, it'll be like two or three Saturdays ago.
1: But no, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's my favorite thing. Nice. I think we have we, one
0: more? Yeah, I think so. Um, the last one I have on here was just to kind of talk about priest experience in the COVID unit. Yeah. Um, Maybe we shouldn't have ended with this one. That might be kind of a doubt. Well, not necessarily. No, no. I, I yeah, think no, no, it's, no, it's still very
1: present in a way. Right? Yeah,
0: um, well, yeah.
1: You didn't yeah, know you this could. Pandemic I, is not over. <laughs> so, what was your experience um, initially? I really like. Yeah, initially and now, has anything changed in a way? I guess.
0: Well, initially there was a lot of heartache um, because of just how unexpected and 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 just how. Quickly, this whole pandemic unfurled. You know, if if you remember at the beginning of the pandemic, like you, everything was just kind of shut down. I mean, we closed our our, our churches were were physically shut down. Um, and at the very beginning, no one was going into the into the hospital, right? Unless you're a patient, you're not going in. Uh, you could be this you could be the mother of someone going in there and you'd be like, sorry. Um, yeah. And so that's when they started uh, eventually, like a, I think a few weeks in they started doing like zoom calls where people could see people in the, in the, in the, in the different units. And this isn't even just COVID. Like, this is just like all the units. Yeah. Like it was such a lot. It was total lockdown um, that no one was going in. And the same was true about priests. And so at the beginning um, the hospitals, you know, weren't allowing that. Um, there was a lot of heartache there, but I also kind of just, well, at least I kind of understood like that they, they, they really saw this as a potential threat for even more um, infection, right? And, yeah. and uh, again, I mean, now we've now we've kind of learned a lot of things, right? P- we we trust PPE more, uh, that kind of stuff. But at the beginning, it was just it was it was it was quite 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 chaotic.
1: So during those first weeks, you weren't allowed in the hospital. So no, and we would. Anointing of the we sick. Would How would you do that?
0: We would entrust them to the mercy of God. Yeah. Um, there was no anointing of the sick. At, so it was just in thought and prayer. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. We were we were praying for them, and we were we afterwards we would offer mass, or um, if if they died and funerals, we never stopped having funerals. Um, although they were limited to like ten people when 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 that was a thing. Remember when we could only have gatherings of ten people? Um, eventually, we were able to, to to go in. We had we had special training. Uh, to kind of dawn on all the PPE, um, and we were able to go uh, uh, anoint people as they were dying in the COVID unit, um, particularly the ones that were intubated and, um, and, you know, that were that were pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Um, and I remember thinking afterwards, uh, so we, shortly after that, we had the gospel um, where, and we had it recently on a weekday too, uh, where Jesus gives this parable of this man who um, who hires workers at the beginning of the day, then like mid-morning, then midday, then mid-afternoon, then kind of like an hour before a shutdown. They're like, why are they, why are they um, getting they all paid the get same? Pay, and they all get paid the same, right? Yeah. And the people that came in the morning were upset, and yeah. they were like, well... And the, the owner of the vineyard says, why are you upset? Like, this is how much we agreed, and you agreed to work for this salary so why are you upset that i'm being generous with others right so when that gospel came out it really made me think of those people in the uh covid unit because i thought you know i don't know i don't know these people you know like and and um we would call families like uh We'd call families and we would ask them, there, so there's a priest here. Would you be, would, would, do you think that your son, your husband or whatever uh, wife would want a priest to come in and anoint? And if they said yes, and that's when we would anoint. So we don't anoint just, I can't just go into a room mm. and just anoint people willy and nilly. Um, and so um, so I did that and uh, and I was thinking about how, I don't know, maybe the person that I anointed spent, you know, hasn't gone to church in 40 years, Um uh, Hasn't prayed so much as like except you know maybe when things were kind of rough and then they started. I ah, just ayudame right yeah. now, which is, I'm not, I'm not, I, well, I'm criticizing it a little bit, but I know that that's a very common experience, yeah. right? Um, and through that anointing, there, our, our faith says that their that their sins were forgiven and, um, and they probably made it to heaven and. And then I was thinking, you know, la vida, trying <laughs> trying to do good and then going to mass and and doing all the things we're supposed to do, there is this sense of like it's not fair. <laughs> but but Jesus could say the same thing to me. Like, what are you talking about? Like this is this is what I offered you, this is what you said yes to. This is what yeah. this is what we're doing. Um, if I want to be merciful at the last moment for this other person who is also a child of God, and then, then am I not free to do with my, with my goodness and with my mercy, what I want? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like on a human level, it feels, and I think you could easily say it's not fair. Um, it's also terrible. Like if we we're talking about economics, it's also a terrible business practice, right? Yeah. Imagine if you actually paid your employees all the same, whether they came <laughs> in at nine in the morning or five to four p.m. No one would show up at nine a.m. They would all show up at four p.m. <laughs> um, the next day. So economically, humanly, it, it makes no sense. Uh, but it, God is God is altogether different from us.
1: Yeah. How about uh, weddings, like marriages? Like, um, did you see couples that were like, sad about it, like having to shift their dates? Did you deal with? I mean, not you're not going to you're not gonna pinpoint who, but like, did you deal with that? Like, I mean, like had, I want to get married. It it's gotta happen. I, I like don't believe in this COVID thing. Did you have some no, of that or no? No, well, no, nope?
0: we didn't here at, at our parish. Um we we had a I mean, the vast no, not not the vast but uh, well, I like think the first couple of months part- every single one of them got cancelled.
1: I think I started um, seeing weddings probably in December last year.
0: Yeah. I think we did have one in like October where the family said The couple said, we want to be married Um, and um, the reception and the party is not important to us. It's not as important to us. right?" Which is great. And so, yeah, that was awesome. And so they got, no, this was in July. In July. Mm. So they got married. They did a simple ceremony. Uh, I mean, the the ceremony was was a regular wedding. Yeah,
1: but simple in terms of how. The reception, I think they had a small
0: reception of like maybe like 15 people afterwards. At home, maybe. Um, yeah and then they decided that they would have uh like all the stuff that they had already set aside they just put it on hold and they said maybe for our one year anniversary we will have this big uh we'll have a big party or something like that so that's cool
1: yeah the other day we were walking like um here around the church right we were checking the audio and we went into well we didn't get to walk into the youth like center we mm-hmm. hear that you, is that what it's called
0: yeah right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: um how about that age group like how did you stay connected with them? Were they reaching out to you or like I haven't even asked you this were we they had, we had we had a we had
0: a a um google meet uh youth group going on for a bit um i think they i think they eventually everyone got I, so tired of <laughs> online meetings
1: it's 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 draining I think.
0: it's yeah it's it's and it's and and it, and it isn't the same. Um, uh, there's nothing like being in the same room, uh, being able to share a meal together. Um, th- there, there's no substitution. So I think at some point they were just kind of like burnt out from it. Um, we haven't started our youth group back up yet. We're going to soon. Um, obviously it's going to look a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, I, I, I yeah, you, young people had it rough too, um,
1: I saw it with Bella. Bella was in second grade. Connected a bit right online. But as soon as the school started allowing kids back, probably in May, we sent her back for three weeks. I wish mm-hmm. she could get used to going back in August. But it's, it's been good. But yeah, I hadn't asked you that. That's true. Like, And I think that each group needed a lot of like, well, they had TikTok, but <laughs> I think like from a like from a formation right of their faith and all that. I, I'm sure there was gaps there.
0: I had a conversation with a teacher fairly recently, and she said, um, "I said, man, what? A, this must have been a very difficult year, like this last school year." And she's like, "Well, I think next year is going to be even harder uh, because kids are going to come back. Um, to like they're not used to it, but also like how much do they?" learn learn in in this in that in that um experimental distance learning um model that they had for so many years like how much did they retain because everyone was learning to do things that they didn't know how to do um i I mean here at at christ the king um i i started live streaming the day we shut down um and um i think i spent that night and the first couple of nights um hours and hours on youtube researching how to do the best kind of live streams and eventually we started off with just like a little cell phone and we got a camera then we got another camera then we had three cameras at one point we're down to two um and we had and then like holy week right so how do you like holy week the, the liturgies are so complex and so beautiful and ornate it was like how do we how do we make that something that's 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 gonna create an impact on on people on a virtual model but you know we just made it work and uh, yeah there was a there, there was a lot, a lot, lot of, of a lot of learning
1: and a lot of hope like that people wanted it to open by easter and mm-hmm. and like i remember i'm like no no it do it'll open by then but mm-hmm. um yeah no it was very different i think we cycled a whole year like just like that and it's still going on i think like you said there's more confidence around ppe um there's more confidence in a way of how to like interact with the world now that it changed like even as persons, person like we know i wear my mask every now and then if i haven't been to a place then i know okay like let me wear it let me see how things are and then mm-hmm. eventually like like um just adapt to it but no i think that's good um i think it's a good place to ra- wrap it up with i think the what is the what is one good thing that came out of COVID. Like for you, like what what do you think? Like, has there you said learning? I think it pushed people to like be more resourceful and like, like maybe considered. I don't know if you have something in mind, but pri- what's one thing a
0: priest friend of mine said that he was talking to this, um, this older priest that just kind of one of the one of those like old wise men that, call, that calls really you, know. no? uh, oh, I don't know him, but like, but, but probably, okay. um, uh. And then he said, um, you know, don't waste a good pandemic, <laughs> which is a funny little concept. Don't waste a good pandemic. And, I, and and yeah, I think that unfortunately lately, a lot of this has become so politicized um, and there's a lot of anger and hatred and vitriol that's kind of being spread on both sides of the spectrum, right? Of, of, of the aisle. Um, but really like... What, what hopefully can happen, and this takes individual people coming to just respecting and, and, and trying, to, under, trying to, to see the humanity in ourselves and in others, um, to see that we really need community, that we really need uh, each other. Um, we were all stir crazy when we were locked up in our homes. Um, some of us were lucky enough to have other people in that home, other people not so much. Uh, think of the people, the elderly that were in nursing homes that were by themselves and were not able to receive any visits for a long period of time. Um, we experience what it feels like to be lonely. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that should motivate us to create meaningful relationships between us but also with God. Um I don't know. Hopefully it makes us better at, at at visiting each other and calling each other and and not relying just on the on the social media so and yeah. so posted thing
1: I think. To connect. Yeah. Cool. So we'll wrap it up there and then um you guys will hear us next time. Peace. Peace.